Okay, I'm gonna be honest here. I literally just got home from moving my younger brother into college. Um, I've been gone pretty much all day. Um, but today is the day that I set aside time to um, record. So I'm just gonna go with it. Um, I hope that's okay with you. If not, I really don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway, um, welcome to the first episode of I Need to Wash My Hair, a podcast about growing up. Um, I'm Libby, I'm your host, and I am just so excited that you're here and you're listening to this. Um, I had the idea to start this podcast um, mostly first because I took a podcasting class in college and I just loved it. I adored it. I had so much fun. I had so much fun, you know, making podcasts and, you know, interviewing people and all that fun stuff that goes into making a podcast. But, um, Secondly, I'm at this age right now where everything seems possible and impossible at the same time. Like, it's this liminal piece of time in my life, and I just don't know exactly what I want to do with my life. You know, I've graduated college. um, I have a full-time job, you know, all that fun adult stuff. Um, But I just don't know exactly what I want to do with it. And, um, you know, I've just been going through just a lot of, like, personal healing, I guess, I don't know, or like just growing up, honestly, like that's just what it is. Um, I'm just growing up and I have this feeling that I am not the only person in this like weird fucking boat. Like all these people I know, we're all at this stage in our life where it's like, oh, we're all super excited that we have a job and that, you know, we, we drive to work and we have friends and, you know, we do our job and then we have a life after, but it's like, what now? I'm getting to the point where I feel like I have to reintroduce myself to myself. That's just what I wanted to talk about today. That probably sounds like real hippie, like, I don't know, but I, it just makes sense to me. And I feel like it might make sense to you if you just hear me out. (laughs) Um, I feel like every time I reached a certain milestone or like got older, you know, um, or honestly, even at the beginning of a new school year, I always felt this need to reinvent myself to kind of transform into someone else. Um, what I didn't realize when I was like, pinning like the lifestyle I want to live and like the clothes I want to wear and my makeup has to look like this like what I didn't realize while I was doing that I was just kind of creating a false identity of myself like I'm pinning things that I know that I like but is it me (laughs) you know what I mean like do I like it right now because it's super trendy and cute or do I like it because it it would suit me and my lifestyle you know I just felt like I was creating a false identity and that kind of led me to feel like I really didn't know who I was because I kept kind of creating this person that really wasn't me. It was just someone that I kind of created out of my brain of like, this is Libby. She wears nothing but neutral clothing and she always wears Birkenstocks and her house is the color white like like that is just not me like if you know me personally I roll up in honestly any social situations with like a sweatshirt on (laughs) or like dirty jeans that I haven't washed in like a week but but like here I was pinning all this crap online that was like this is me because I just turned 20 I'm gonna start doing this and like 
that's just not how I want to keep living my life anymore. I feel like because I was creating this false identity on that platform, I felt like I had to keep up with it on other social platforms. Um, I never really use Facebook, but like with my Twitter or like my Instagram or something, I wanted to kind of keep up with this persona. Um, I feel like I still do this. Like, I feel like I only post on social media when I want to be perceived in a certain way because like I'm insecure <laughs> and I feel like I need to hold on to whatever people have perceived of me, right? Because I created it myself. So it's like, I'm kind of putting myself in this bad situation and like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just honestly kind of tired of it, but, um, I didn't know myself. Um, I still don't know myself. You know, it's, it's hard to get to know yourself. Um, I feel like we're not really taught how to get to know ourselves. Like for me personally, I feel like I never had this thing in my brain that was like, okay, how do I feel about me? You know, what, what do I like? How do I respond to certain situations? You know, I, I feel like I really didn't really know myself. I've started a few things that have helped me in that, but, um, I don't know. I feel like we could just talk about it. I didn't really know where to start when I first started trying to get to know myself. I want to backtrack a little just to give you some context of who I am, kind of what I've been through, and how I've kind of overcome some really hard things in my life. Um, so during the first quarantine in March of 2020, like literally a sucking donkey ass of a fucking year, I went through an extremely, like extremely depressive episode. And that lasted probably until maybe four months ago. <laughs> like during this point in my life, I graduated college. I got married. I, you know, had a full-time job. I was like fighting to the fucking death trying to buy a house. Um, I got a puppy, which I was so excited about. And that like gave me something to invest my time and energy into. And then she fucking died. So like, <laughs> Like, that was just honestly the tip of the iceberg for me at the time. Like, I had never, ever felt more alone and empty um, than I did from March 2020 to about April of this year. Um, anyway, but I ended up getting a new job and that's like, this This is kind of all over the place. But after, after um, working that horrible job, I ended up getting a new job, which I really like but I drive a really long way to and from work. Like I'm in the car for over an hour each way um, just to get to work. And so I have a lot of time, honestly, to do nothing but think and like listen to my guilty pleasure, um, Jack Harlow, um, and like think. <laughs> like that's all I feel like I have had time to do lately. And I don't know, I feel like these things that I've been thinking just make me feel alone sometimes. And I don't know, after talking to my wife and after talking to my therapist, I feel like a lot of people can relate, um, can just relate, you know? Um, so yeah. Um, so I'm not trying to be like, I was depressed as fuck. <laughs> and then one day I just decided not to be. <laughs> Because, like, that is not the case at all. <laughs> it's more of, like, 
I'd get in my car after work, stare at the highway mindlessly like day after day, think about how everything just blows fucking ass, how much I hated being around like people all day and like rarely going out of the house, like crying, feeling empty. And then I'd get home and like, I would just like cook dinner and watch TV and then go to bed and like try not to think about how empty I felt. And then I would do the same thing at 530 the next morning, roll out of bed, shower, then have the same day, like all over again. Like I'm talking to people I don't really want to talk to. I'm, I'm so tired of driving, you you know, and I get home and I got to cook dinner and then I go to, we watch a movie and then we go to bed. But it just, I just felt so stuck in this like mindless, sad loop that I had just honestly begun to just completely lose myself. It sounds really dramatic um, because honestly it kind of is, but I, I, it was literally as if I wore the same thing, talked to the same people, still driving the same old drive every single day. Like it, it just, it just sucked. And and, you know, this was an incredibly isolating experience. Um, I felt really guilty, honestly, about hating everything and looking at the world through, like, whatever stormy, gray depression glasses I had created for myself. Um, I knew I knew deep down that I had, like, a lot to be grateful for and not to take for granted. But, you know, quite frankly, just depression makes you not value things you know that you should. Um, and I was tired of that. Like I, it, it's exhausting to not only you, but the people you're around, like the ones you aren't supposed to be hurting are the ones that you hurt. And you know, the people that you're supposed to hold the closest, you, you kind of keep from a, you keep a really, and you know, you, you just kind of shut out completely. Um, I hated it (laughs) and I still hate it. Like depression just blows. (laughs) Like, I knew, honestly, once I had kind of hit this cycle over and over again and like, and driving and thinking and, you know, I I just didn't want to live like that anymore. Um, Being depressed, you know, took everything out of me. Like, I mean, everything. I, I, I was at a serious, serious breaking point and I just felt ready to get it back. Um... I realized like in the middle of this terrible cycle that I wasn't really working toward anything like I used to, you know, in high school or college or whatever, you feel like, you feel like anything is possible. Like it's a happy, scary feeling, the unknown, but the unknown, but you know, it's going to be cool at the end of the day. Like, yeah. So for me, I always felt like I, I had a degree at the end of the finish line. I was constantly working um, for that goal pretty much every day in in college. Like I had a few jobs. I, you know, I signed up for a lot of hard classes. And, you know, even when the days that I felt like I really couldn't do anything, um, I knew that it would be worth it. Um, And I kind of realized that I had missed this feeling of, of knowing there's like a light at the end of this tunnel. And yeah, just going to work every day and doing the same job and feeling like, oh, I have to do this job for the rest of my life. Um, I just feel like in my adult life, I needed something to be working toward um, because I felt stuck. I felt stuck in the cycle of getting up. It was just this endless cycle that I could never honestly shake because I feel like 
I just had felt like there was just not a point. <laughs> like as, you know, as dramatic as that sounds, that's just kind of how it was. I just felt stuck. And I wanted to do something that made me feel like there was a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? I just couldn't live like that anymore. I couldn't live with the feeling like I hated everything and everything sucked and I hated my job and I couldn't pick any more fights. Like I, I just couldn't be miserable anymore. And you know, that that's a hard thing to admit to yourself that you feel like you need help and you know that doing the work is going to take a lot of time and it's going to take a lot of energy and effort. And, you know, when you're in that mindset of depression, it, it, it makes you feel like it's not worth it. And I mean, it's not an easy step to take to try to get to know yourself, to try to better yourself. Um, but I knew that I, I, and I knew that it would be painful to kind of help my brain grow and help my brain get out of this funk. Um, and so that's what I did. Um, I'm not trying to say like this shit was a fucking walk in the park and that I don't have depression anymore because I meet with a lady twice a week and like all of my problems are fine because of this lady that I met online. Um, no, (laughs) like, no, it, you know, that, that, I don't know. I'm just a stubborn person. So that, that step was really difficult for me, um, to finally admit to myself. And, you know, I'm really glad that I did it. You know, when I first started to go to therapy, we would talk about emotions, like where they come from, you know, like how much I, how much antidepressants I really should be taking, like, you know, things like that, but ultimately how to get to know myself. Um, and this felt like a foreign concept to me because I really had never heard of getting to know yourself and really knowing what that means. Um, I honestly had never felt like I knew myself, um, even before going to therapy. Um, I mean, like, obviously I know the details of my favorite color and like, I'm tall, (laughs) but defining things about myself wasn't really something I had ever really thought about. Um, so I mean, that was obviously going to take some work, but But whenever we would kind of talk about what it means to get to know yourself, I would always bring up the fact that I grew up very, very religious. Like, I'm talking Mormon pioneer religious. Like, literally, that always made me feel like I stood out kind of in a bad way in high school. Deep down, I didn't feel like I related to it, and I didn't find any sort of peace in that religion. Um, So yeah, that was always pretty difficult, but... I was taught basically how I should be, how I should do things, you know, how to please others, like how to make God feel proud of me. And I mean, I really tried, <laughs> like I, I really put effort into that bitch and it just, it, it just never ended up working out for me because I felt like I was just lying all the time. You know, going to church, I was like, okay, I know I need to get right with God. I know I need to you know, do things that make me seem Christ worthy and make me seem like I can get into heaven because I'm doing everything I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't feel like it was the truth. And so I basically kind of just molded myself into whoever they wanted me to be. And And that made me feel like because I was doing everything I was, quote, supposed to be doing, it would make me seem more likable. It would make people seem like they wanted to be my friend or, 
you know, it felt like I was a safe space in the church, but really I just did not feel content in it. Um, but yeah, because of that, I just feel like I didn't really get to know myself because I felt like I didn't really stand out that much. I didn't know how to get to know myself because I hadn't been taught to or had honestly even thought to. So, you know, after writing and, you know, I kind of got bored of that because I get bored of honestly everything really easily. Um, I didn't really know what to look for when thinking about knowing myself, getting to know myself, you know. So I started where I am honestly the most comfortable and a little secret about me, I freaking love Pinterest. <laughs> I always have loved Pinterest. Like Pinterest had some really, really cool journaling prompts. Like they had a lot of self-reflective questions and tools where you could get to know yourself better. And I mean, I mean like really know yourself. Um, so not only was I starting to journal and like getting super deep and emotional with myself, I was go, I was getting in the habit of just brain dumping instead of freaking out on things or, you know, just being pissed about situations. I just brain dumped in my iPad. <laughs> like I'm talking random questions you have where your head is at. If a person is, if a person pissed you off, like brain dump it. But everything you feel is just like written out on a piece of paper and I just didn't feel the need to bottle it up. I mean, that's like what I found helpful. Another thing I have started to do is date myself. And oh my god, do you guys remember that episode of Glee? <laughs> Why I just kind <laughs> of Glee. But do you guys remember that episode of Glee where Sue Sylvester marries herself? Because she knew she would always have herself and like she wanted oh my god. Oh my god, I love Sue Sylvester. That's uh God, I fucking love that bitch. Um anyway, I I honestly just started to date myself. I'd go to the bookstore I'd go to the bookstores that I knew made me feel happy. You know, I would get a really cool lunch, eat in my car, and listen to an audiobook or music. I, I honestly created a safe space for myself. Um and that that is something that actually helps a lot and I recommend doing. <laughs> um, but you know, um, you don't have to go to all these super lengthy measures to feel like you can be comfortable with yourself um, and feel like you know who you are. I am personally just a material girl. So I know that I respond well to things like that. Um, Another thing that helped me get to know myself was to understand how my love languages can make me feel loved and appreciated by myself. Like, okay, if, okay, so backtrack. So if you don't know what a love language is, it's basically how you view love and how you reciprocate it. So, so there's a few different kinds of love languages that um, you can get to know yourself better with. So there's physical touch, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service. There are a ton of quizzes online that you can take to help you determine which lo love language suits you best. Anyway, I had this revelation that you can really get to know yourself with those love languages that you reciprocate love with. So for me personally, physical touch, words of affirmation, and acts of service are my main three. So I, I was like, just one day I was driving and I was like, wait, what if I can get to know myself through how I reciprocate love? And then after that, I was like, fuck it, let's try it. 
So like I said earlier, physical touch is a big one for me. So what I started doing was putting way more effort into getting ready. And I know earlier in the episode, I said that I roll up in like a sweatshirt and dirty jeans, but I'm talking like I love a good skincare routine. I love like, I love serums. I love moisturizers. I love toners. I love eye creams. I love lip treatments. Like I love it all. And I have started to really take care of that part of me, really go in deep, research a lot of things that have helped my skin grow for the better, help me. And because I gave myself that, I feel like I got to know myself better. (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense, but having a skincare routine and a makeup routine that I really like makes me feel like just kind of satisfied with it. I But I just felt like a part of me that I love was taken care of by myself. And that's such a unique and just gratifying experience <laughs> that you feel like you can take care of yourself. And, you know, having depression makes you feel like it's not worth it and that no one really cares and it's not, it, it just doesn't matter. But that's not true. I mean, you you can really get to know yourself well, um, you know, with things like that. And, you know, if you're not into makeup routines or skincare or whatever, I find that getting my nails done <laughs> is another luxury that I like to do. Um, I, I'll work out. I'll do like stretches and yoga and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's physical touch for you, baby. Okay, so on to the next love language. Um, words are weird with me sometimes. I, I love words of affirmation um, because I, I like to see actions afterwards because the words mean nothing to me if I don't see the results. Um, so I knew this one would kind of be trickier for me because... Not only am I just saying things, I have to follow through on them and holding yourself accountable can be really difficult when you don't have the motivation or you don't feel like it. Um, it, it can just be really hard. So I honestly just kind of push myself and it, I, I, I still really struggle with it. But anyway, so, so one thing that I did while I was journaling to make this seem easier was that when I was journaling, I would make a list, just like a personal note of one thing that I wanted to get done that day. And it could be as little as do the dishes, read 20 pages in my book, you know, what have you. I, I mean, it just felt nice to write out a goal and then to make it happen. Um, it it was just kind of satisfying, honestly. Um, just setting a small goal that seems so, insignificant on this planet we roll around in. It was nice to know before bed, at least I started that load of laundry I've been meaning to start. Um, At least I got the dishes done. At least I filled up my gas tank so I didn't have to worry about it tomorrow morning. Um, If words words of affirmation are your thing, um, here's a few things that you can do to make yourself feel more appreciated if writing out a goal like that is is just kind of not your speed. I 
got this from my grandma, actually. She would take a bar of soap and would write out messages on her mirror in the bathroom. And I would always grow up seeing like grocery lists. Like she would just have a brain dump of random things she needed to get to the store. Or she would write notes like, I heart you or, you know, things like that. Starting something like that could be really cool for yourself. Um, Just so you get up and you see those words. And when you look in the mirror, you can kind of like listen to it and accept it and know that it's a part of healing and listen to yourself. Um, Another thing that I've done actually is set reminders on my phone that are words of encouragement during the day. So if I know I have a client meeting that day and I know this person's going to be a bitch to work with, um, I, I will set a reminder on my phone to be like, you don't need to listen to them, <laughs> even though you do like contractually, but you just don't, I don't know, it, it just things like that. Like, I don't know, just, just having those little words of encouragement and it, it honestly becomes such a mood booster and a morale booster for yourself just knowing that just getting a little message that you care about yourself can just be nice to have okay i love acts of service mentally i have a lot going on and just things to remember and you know things i'm keeping up with that can be a struggle um and that and that can be a struggle so when someone does something for me that i've been struggling with maintaining or putting off doing I just feel so good. (laughs) It makes me feel so good. And it just makes me want to be happy. Um, I try to make my, my future self happy a lot. I'll like, for example, I'll clean up my makeup after I'm done getting ready. Um, so tomorrow me has a fresh station she can work with. Um, I'll line up my skincare in the order that it goes in. So it's just, it's just so nice to do. Or like I, I'll clean up after I'm cooking dinner. Um, and honestly, speaking of cooking is one thing that I really, really, really enjoy doing. Um, there's just something about cutting onions and peppers and herbs and, you know, making stuff and cooking them into different things. It just makes me feel, it just makes me feel like honestly euphoric okay that got oddly sexual okay I didn't mean that I just meant like cooking is just one thing that I love doing and cooking myself a meal that I know I spent a lot of time and effort into and I see the results it's just incredible right now Honestly, I feel like mentally I'm like that um, scene in the movie Ratatouille when Remy is like nutting over the flavor of the strawberries and the grapes together. And he's like, the flavors. And I'm just like, oh, cutting onions is like the best thing in the world right now. But anyway, yeah, I think finding time to make yourself happy tomorrow is just the best way that you can use acts of service to love yourself and get to know yourself better. Um, because that's a hard thing to do, to do things for yourself. Um, um, quality time is definitely important to me, but it's not as significant, um, on my list. 
um, I feel like I spend all day every day with people and and then I'm in the car a lot and I'm just mentally exhausted. Um, so the last thing I want to do is like go out in the world and be out there and hang out and listen to all the noises of that environment. That that just is the last thing that I want to do. Um, so what I've recently started doing is taking the time when I'm driving to kind of self-reflect. So that is the time where I am tuned in pretty much into my brain 100%. I have a song playing that I really like or, you know, I have an album playing that I like. And it kind of sets me in this mindset of, okay, I'm going to spend this time with myself and really try to think about things. So, you know, obviously it's normal to think about past life experiences like who you used to date or or what friends you had in school are doing now, you know, things like that. But taking that time to reflect on yourself is just, I know, and I, and I'm, I know I'm like, it's so satisfying to do this. You should do this, blah, 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 whatever. I feel like quality time with yourself is one of the most important things you can do. Um, so I recommend prioritizing yourself. It goes kind of hands in hand in hand with like words of affirmation, um, you know, getting to know yourself, you can write things down, you know, just things like that. I, I really enjoy quality time with myself. It's something that's really important to me. And I feel like other people should really do that for themselves because it makes you feel heard by yourself. <laughs> okay, I am a material girl and I'm not afraid to admit that. I'm not. I like really expensive stuff. I have expensive taste in nearly everything on earth. I do. I know I do. And that's okay. I know this about myself. This doesn't mean that I act on it, right? So giving gifts can be kind of a difficult one because, you know, receiving gifts can be kind of a difficult one, um, especially if you don't want to spend a lot of money or you don't want to do things like that. But I think gifts to yourself can make your life a little easier. It doesn't even have to be expensive things. You know, you can you can buy yourself a new nail clipper that you've been needing and you spent less than $5 on it. Um, you can buy yourself a new nail polish. You can learn to pamper yourself that way. Okay, honestly, I've been really into orangutans lately and I know, and it's just one thing that I am obsessed over right now. Um, I don't want to get too much into this because I will go on and on about how much I love orangutans, but I have had my eye on an orangutan t-shirt online, and I know once I hit a certain goal in therapy or I feel like I've overcome a really hard situation in my life or I've overcome something that I know has helped me heal and has helped me become a better person, um... I'm going to get that fucking orangutan shirt and I'm going to wear it proudly and I really don't give a shit. Um, so yeah, I, I think spending, I think receiving gifts can, can be a meaningful thing if that's something you're into. Those are just some ways that I've learned to love myself and to introduce myself to myself to get to know myself better. I know that I like, I just recommend finding a time to kind of get to know yourself, right? So you want to get in a space where you feel the most comfortable. It could be your bedroom. It could honestly be your bathtub. Like just thinking about 
who you are. And I know that's so annoying and cliche for people to be like, well, I don't really know who the fuck I am. Do what I did. Go on Pinterest. Just do it. Pinterest is awesome. Just get on Pinterest. Go look up, look up like how to get to know myself better. And so many things pop up. The internet is an incredible resource that we have. Um, obviously, I don't need to tell you about how cool the internet the internet is. But, you know, that's just something that's helped me just feel like I got to know myself. And, you know, you're always going to change. You know, we're not the same person who we were, you know, five years ago. We're not going to be the same person five years from now. Just getting to know yourself at this point in time is something that, can benefit not only you, but others. Just to kind of wrap things up, I wanted to introduce myself kind of fully to you. Um, So my name is Libby. I am from North Carolina, but I currently live in South Carolina with my wife. I work a marketing job that I'm really interested in, um, and I'm looking forward to growing in because marketing is not an easy thing for me. Um, so I know that I'm a very reactive person and that I've been working on not exploding when things go wrong. (laughs) Um, I know that I have depression and that depression can feel super isolating and can make me feel like no one in the world understands me. Um, I know... I know that having friends in my life is super important to me and a very tight support system is something that works best for me. Um, And I know that I love cooking. And and the last thing about me is that I probably need to go wash my hair. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening to this first episode. It really means a lot to me if you've made it this far. Lord bless if you have. Um, It was kind of a shit show right now, but I promise I'm going to get better at this. And so follow along if you feel like you're kind of in the same boat and you need you need someone to kind of help you with this because Lord knows I need it too. Um, Feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram. It's just at wash my hair pod. And yeah, thank you so much. And peace out, baby. I'll see you guys next week.